0: She is sure, she is strong, she is true. She is true. She is brave, she is bold. She is you. She is you, she is you. She is sure, she is strong, she is true. She is true. She is brave, she
1: is brave, she is bold. She is bold. She is you. Hi, I'm Charlotte Felcher host of the Kid Fun and More podcast on Word of Mom Radio. I've written several books on creative play for kids, including my latest, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. On our podcast, we'll talk to people who care about kids in many different ways, experts, entrepreneurs, psychologists, parents, teachers, and others. While learning about their line of work and special interests, We'll also talk about their memories of fun they had when they were young. I'll also share a kid fun tip that we hope will enrich your experience with kids. And now it's time for our guest. I'm really proud to introduce you today to Molly Elfman. She's the owner and president of Group Two, a full service marketing partner for home builders, and she's based in Philadelphia. Molly is the author of a new children's book. It's amazing. It's called The House That She Built. Molly is passionate about proactively sharing the successes of those in housing in order to diversify the industry and elevate careers in construction. I mean, just imagine the house that she built. I can't wait to read it to my granddaughters. So welcome, Molly.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Our podcast is Kid Fun and More. And the more part's really important because we really talk about anything that's of interest to people who care about kids. And your life and your book certainly is interesting. So I don't even want to get into the book first. Tell me about your marketing business, about working with your father. Um, and it always focused on home building, right?
2: So I'm a second-generation business owner. My dad started Group 2 here in Philadelphia over 50 years ago, and I just naturally, my skill set was very aligned to go into the industry, and I worked with him for quite a while, and then I took over the company and have made it my own, so that's how I got into housing.
1: But what's interesting
2: is you probably tagged along with your dad on home-building sites I sure did. And I was even in some of the ads. So my dad did marketing for home builders and communities all over the country, which is the same as what we do today, although marketing has changed quite a bit in the past 50 years. Uh, So when I was a child, I have distinct memories of being picked up early from first grade and going to new communities and having pictures taken and I was actually in some ads, uh, black and white print ads back in the 80s, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I've really been around home building my entire life. I've always been around builders. I've always been around construction sites. I've always uh, been in the company of people who are, you know, really in the real estate industry. So you have a family now, Right. I do, and what's amazing is I started working with my dad, and um, I actually work with my husband now. I recruited him into the industry, oh. and I'm very proud of that. I, you know, I love the housing industry very much, so to be able to recruit people into housing has been amazing. And we have a team of about 30 people, and you know, it's it's nice that I get to uh, do something I love so much.
1: And how old are your kids?
2: My kids are, so my son just turned 10 and he's in fifth grade and my daughter is four. She's in pre-K, but Hmm. she she thinks she's 14.
1: (laughs) Uh, I get that. (laughs) And um, I have a 10-year-old granddaughter, Cope's daughter. I didn't realize you had a 10-year-old. Yeah. So, Okay this amazing thing happened in Utah. I feel like we should first talk about Utah because that's the basis of your book. So tell everybody what that was.
2: So being in the industry and working with builders, uh, it w- did not take me long to realize that there really are not a lot of women in the construction side of the business. You have women in, you know, sales and marketing, but not so much on the job sites. So, Anytime I have an opportunity to work with a, a, a female builder, I get really excited. And one builder in particular, we became, over the years, we've become really great friends. And her name is Chrissy Allen. She is based in Utah, and she has her own home building company. But she, like me, was also brought into the business by her dad. Mm. And we we always talk about that, how, okay, we were brought into the business by our dads. Now we're here. What do we do to bring more girls into the business. So um, she came to me a couple years ago and said, I am working on this project. I have this really fun idea. And it was to do an all women built home. So this project is unique because every single aspect of it, they wanted to have done by women, um, including the excavating, the plumbing, um, you know, some some real labor focused jobs that you don't find a lot of women in these jobs. And the idea of the project was that women can do all of these jobs and they're great careers. And it's a great, it's great to know that there are options out there. So they built the project and my company did the marketing for it. So I, we got to do the marketing and we got national exposure and tons of product was donated and We raised a ton of money, and at the end of the project, I put together a little poem for them to read at the grand opening that was a progressive poem that talked about the different people and skills that went into building the home. And I had this aha moment of this is a story that needs to continue, and this is it, and we can make this story continue after this actual home sells.
1: If I have this right there were a hundred women who worked on this house
2: Yeah. So it, and they came from all over the country. That's right. So it was over a hundred women. And what was really cool. I, I went out to Utah to see the home in person, of course, and they had a couple spaces in the home that were very moving. One of them, interestingly enough was the garage. And that's mm-hmm. because every woman who worked on the home had their picture in the garage. And it was, I mean, the whole, every wall was filled with just like women working together, different skills, different careers, and they all, every single one of them had an important role in making that home a real home. So that was very moving and um, seeing it in person and just seeing how much love and thought went into every single detail from the design, to the tile, to uh, the decoration to the landscaping, it was just, it was such a thoughtfully done space, and it it was a really special experience.
1: And um, did they, did you do video of this process?
2: Yeah, so there's a lot of video of it. And to me, what's most interesting about it is, you know, I think of my friend Christy, and She's not like what you would think of as any type of stereotype or anything for a builder. I mean, she is a mom, just like me. She has young kids and here she is running this very successful home building company and she gets out on a job site and she can do almost all the jobs. So I have, you know, this peer of mine who literally will be out there framing a house and it never crossed my mind before I met her that, I could do that. You know, Chrissy's out there. She's having fun. She's framing someone's home. And, you know, why isn't that something that is, has ever even been in my thought process as something that girls can do? If you think of shopping
1: at a store like Home Depot or Lowe's and wearing the, the tool belt or, what, or the apron, it's always men. Yeah. I don't think I see women. I see cashiers. I see decorators. I don't think I see the women in the aisles wearing that.
2: Yeah, and something that's very surprising to people is that women make up over 90% of purchasing decisions when it comes to the home. So Mm. what that means is the female is usually the, the one who's kind of deciding where they, where the family would live or what the layout is that they would want. So they're a real driving force in the actual purchasing process. But when it comes to these careers, we see very few women. And to see this um, home that was built and just how thoughtful the design was and the layout from a livability standpoint, you know, I've always pushed for every builder to have a woman at the table not just, you know, when it comes to their marketing, but just for all aspects of a build, because women do look at things differently, and it's important to have a diverse perspective. So, you know, that's not limited to women. That is about diversity in general.
1: You know, I remember when we did our kitchen, and we were shopping for doorknobs for cabinets, and my husband picked out the one we bought. And to this day, he's proud of himself. I love it. And that's what I picked (laughs) up. It seems role reversals. It's so important today that anybody can do anything, that that be the message.
2: And what's really important for the building industry is, one, there's a very low barrier to entry. And there is also an opportunity for, you know, some children to have a career path it doesn't need a four-year college degree, and I think you know, college is great. A lot of these careers do need a college degree, but not all of them. So a, a big part of our message is essentially that every child's path can look different, and that is perfectly okay, and that is um, something to be celebrated, not something that, you know, nobody is less than because they didn't go to college, and in fact, a lot of these. Students who are going right into the trades, they have no debt and they end up, uh, you know, making a good living, right? That's right. They have um, they've made a good income. These are very in demand jobs. So they're high paying jobs and uh, they're in a good spot. That's
1: so interesting to me because I've been on the board for 20 years of Philadelphia's Police Athletic League. They reach thousands of kids. And exposing kids to the trades is a major priority I'm on the Education Committee, and we have talked about this for so long. And um, the, the chairman of the Education Committee is head of the electric company in Philadelphia, PICO, and he talks about bringing the kids in to learn more about the trades. But I wonder if there's still a mindset of male versus female. You know, this book really, we, we didn't even talk about the book yet, but the book you wrote has to reach so many people because the messages are so important. But speaking of messages, let's take a break before we get to hear more about your book, The House That She Built, and say thank you to our sponsors. We'll be right back with Kid Fun and More on the Word of Mom Radio Network. Hi, this is Charlotte Felcher, and welcome to Kid Fun. I'm going to offer a very easy tip for having fun with the kids that comes from my book, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. Kids love forts. It's very easy to make a fort. Actually, if you have a carton in the house, that's a great fort. They can play in it. They can have a sandwich in it. They can read a book in it. They can bring their stuffed animals in it. But another great way to have a fort is to take a sheet and place it over the kitchen table or the dining room table and then crawl under it. You and the kids and you can make it a library, have story time, or a cafe, and have a sandwich. That's my fun tip for today. You can get more information like this in my book, which is available
3: at KidFunAndMore.com. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote, or you're out there seeking to support other women in business. ...to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams... ...because when you win, we win.
4: We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event... ...can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often our youth decide that leaving this place... ...is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children
3: So take a look at StadiumBags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag.
1: We're back, and we're happy to continue talking to Molly Elkman, the author of The House That She Built, a book for kindergarten to second graders. So tell us about your book.
2: So this book, as I mentioned, it was inspired by a true story of a project that I Uh, was able to work on from a marketing standpoint. And the house that she built educates young readers about people and skills that go into building a home. So we focus on 18 different careers and the skills that go into each of those careers. So the overall story is really about how uh, the people involved contribute their individual skill That is needed for this collective project so it's about you know being a master of a specific skill but also working as a larger team so
1: you look forward to schools having the book you want to reach as many
2: families of young children educators right everywhere in every school i think the message is so valuable Um, this book is not for profit it is a mission-based initiative And what that means is uh, we are really working on getting it into the hands of as many people as possible. I'm very proud to say that it's for sale at Target. It's in Barnes & Noble. You know, I'm working right now on um, a couple other really awesome places for the book to be. And my ultimate goal is to have some curriculum around it and to really build out um, some education for this, this really young audience.
1: It's published by, and who are your sponsors?
2: So it's published by NAHB Builder Books. So NAHB is the National Association of Home Builders, and they have amazing programs all over the country for people in the building industry. I am a member here for the Philadelphia Building Industry Association. And one of the things that NAHB does is they have student chapters all over the country where they go into schools and teach about the trades. Most of these initiatives are targeted at a little bit older children, maybe more like the high school level, some in the middle school level, but there really hasn't been a um, concentrated effort on the youngest audience and their parents. And that's really where um, NEHB and Builder Books was so excited about this book because we have an opportunity to really change the conversation at a younger age and really change how parents think about children and their futures and, and their career opportunities. And then we have amazing sponsors. Uh, one of the things that has been just so exciting to me is how receptive everyone has been to the mission of the book and, and the story itself. Um, we have Anderson's corporation, which is Anderson Windows and Doors, and I know everyone has heard of them. If you look at your window right now, it's probably an Anderson window. <laughs> um, so they are a sponsor of the book, and so is 84 Lumber, which is a Pennsylvania-based uh, lumber company that is really a leader when it comes to building up women. Their owner and CEO is a woman, and she was very excited about this project. And both companies have been really, really helpful in getting the message out there and owning that message and delivery of that message of inclusivity in these careers in construction.
1: And it's just so important. And it's wonderful that these major companies are behind it. The book is coming out September 14th, 2021. If you're listening to this, you look for the house that she built because it's a very important book for children, male and female, to read. Little boys need to be aware that it's good for the little girls to be in this kind of a business, too. Um, I'll just share some of the things that you're doing to build awareness of this. Smith Playground in Philadelphia is a beautiful playground. Uh, free. There's a mansion there that is a, really a playhouse for children. So tell us what you're doing with Smith.
2: Yeah, so we are so excited to have our national launch event at Smith Memorial Playground. Um, Being local to Philadelphia, it's somewhere that I take my children. We've been to many parties there. Um, We love the space and how unique it is. In particular, they have this amazing wood slide where you go on a potato sack to go down the slide, which all children love. Um, So what we're doing there, we're having women in construction come, and we are also having the Philadelphia student chapter come to the location and build some bookshelves for Smith Memorial Playground in the shape of a house, where we'll donate uh, books for the children who go there and, and play at the playhouse and in the playground. And then we'll have um, a preschool class there and we'll be able to uh, really introduce the book to the community.
1: I think it sounds wonderful. And being right in front of that mansion. I mean, when you drive by and you see this mansion, you can't imagine it's actually built as a playhouse, but it is because children are that important and that worthy of it. um, Says the author of kid fun. (laughs) (laughs) And then later we're, where I will tell everyone that most of you know that I have a public relations business and I am totally honored to work with Molly. And another client of mine is String Theory Schools and it's a STEAM school. So tell us why working, what STEAM is, um, and why working with STEAM schools is important to you.
2: Yeah, so because these careers are so skill-based and we really focus on the individual skills that children are already identifying with. So for example, my son, math is one of, is the M in STEAM. My son identifies with really loving math and and that he feels good and confident about math. So for him to see the careers in the book that use math or highlight that math is one of the skills, now, since reading the book, he tells everyone he wants to be an engineer, mm. which before was not even something that he had necessarily made a connection with. So by breaking out these individual skills, we're helping kids see that there are other things to be, um, you know, down the road and that their future can look like whatever they want. So STEAM, it used to be STEM, is for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And all of those Go into building a home. So being able to connect with the school and to really uh, put these, you know, put some of our activities in front of them about these specific careers that go into building a home is going to be really fun.
1: I think it's going to be great, and it'll be great for the kids. And um, if there is still STEM, but some schools add the A because they arts is important to it. So STEAM is ideal for you because of the design that goes into building a house, architecture.
2: You know, we have interior design, we have landscaping. I mean art really goes into many different aspects of building a home. Um even, you know, the architect and putting the plans together. You really, you know, I'm a big believer in the arts. So for me that's a that is a big part of it.
1: So Molly, this is Kid Fun and what Kid Fun is about is that it's creating fun with stuff already in the home and not using electronics. Can you think of something that you did? We already know having fun on a house site is something you did as a kid. Do you have a memory that you could share?
2: So I I actually, that is a part of what is so exciting to me about this book, is it gets kids thinking about how they already are doing things with their hands. So building with Legos or building a fort. I mean, my brother and I used to build these crazy forts that took up almost the whole room. And I remember it was such a big deal that we were allowed to sleep in the forts that we built. And that is a way to cultivate curiosity, but it is also a way to use your skills because you have to really think strategically. It's like putting a puzzle together. What do I want this to look like? You can be creative. You can be, you know, there's so many different ways to build a fort. So, you know, that kind of thinking for children and getting them working with their hands, that is just unbelievably valuable.
1: Yes. There's so much thought process that goes into it. And I want to offer a kid fun tip and it could be to have supplies around to do an art project in building a house. So maybe you have a box of straws or even spaghetti, dry spaghetti can be broken up and kids can paste the shape of a house at triangles behind you is the cover of your book and it's just so, I love looking at the house with the rooftop levels and the entranceway. People can buy this book and use it as a model, but kids can create houses right there as play. Toothpicks using paper clips, just glue, construction paper, and stuff.
2: Another really fun one is if you have any boxes sitting around your house. My kids love to make houses out of a box, um, and then you they can color it design the exterior however they want as well.
1: So, Molly, tell us how people can find out more about you and about the house that she built.
2: Our website is shebuiltbook, S-H-E-B-U-I-L-T-B-O-O-K.com. And we also are on Instagram and Facebook, and you just have to search the same name, which is she built Book. And we'll show up right on Facebook and Instagram as well. And I would love to hear from any of you. I would love to hear what you think about the book, um, how your kids respond to it, and um, what you think.
1: Well, that's great. I'll tell you, for one, I think it's all fabulous. And thank you so much for being with us today. You are. I I can't wait to watch what's going to happen with this book.
2: Thank you so much. (laughs)
1: On behalf of everyone here on Word of Mom Radio and the Word of Mom Media Network, thanks for tuning in to Kid Fun and More. We're going to close with our fabulous theme song from Smith's Sisters Bluegrass. So, till next time, this is Sharla Felcher, and don't forget to visit my website, kidfunandmore.com, for activities, information about my books, and much more.
0: She is sure, she is is strong. strong, she is true